Where are you from? On my mother's side, I was born in Bethlehem. But on my father's side, the new Jerusalem. And on my mother's side, I will be crucified. But on my father's side, in three days I will rise. And I'll sit at my father's side. He was the son of God, yet the son of man. Joseph must have felt when through an open door that day he heard his son reply I'm the king of kings that's on my father's side on my mother's side my name is Jesus but on my father's side preacher here this morning just had his 39th birthday I believe it was this week yeah 39 we kind of turned around a little bit but but Jack has been an inspiration to to me and many of you and and you know Jack has helped us out many times you can always call him brother Jack and Jack if any way possible he'll be here for you and you know and a lot of that credit goes to his young wife here this morning too sister Virginia you know, Virginia is uh, the love of Jack's life other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you've seen these two together, we had the privilege this week to visit them in our home. And, and, and they just like two little old young'uns. They just like two little old young'uns. And thank the Lord that we've got people that can be together. How many years? 70, 73, 73 years. That's, in this day and time, that's unheard of. But see, that's what the Lord can do. That's what the Lord can do. But anyway, I've, I've said enough. I'm going to bring Brother Jack on, and, and he preached the word. Thank you. Love you, brother. Love you, son. Thank you. Amen. Did you notice what he said? Oh, can you hear me? You can hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. 
Hey, did you notice what he said? Acting like two kids. You know what he's really saying? They ought to grow up. <laughs> but do you know how 72 years has, uh, uh, of marriage has, has developed? Of Virginia saying, yes, dear. Okay, let me give you a little chuckle. I thought, I, I find it kind of neat. Uh, this fellow goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, have you been to any other doctor before coming to me? And the young man quite humbly said, no, sir. But I did go see an, a, a pharmacist. A pharmacist? That shows you how dumb some people are said, what did that idiot tell you to do? He said, come see you. <laughs> so, so, sometimes it backfires on us, doesn't it? Doesn't mind. <laughs> but if you would, please turn with me to the book of, <laughs> I think I'm right, Matthew chapter 15, and let's look at verse 32. And I want to talk to you today for just a few minutes, and I mean a few minutes, because when I lost my place there, I lost part of my message. So, don't clap or nothing like that, but when you find your place, if you don't mind, stand with me in honor to his word. And you know, his word is, it's the bottom line. Now, I mean, when, and this is a good crowd this morning, right? Day. I was expecting to see maybe 10, 15 people, and I believe there's 300 people here this morning. Well, a preachers are like fishermen. You catch a fish that long, it turns into something like that, you know. But okay, here we go. Then Jesus came to his, uh, came to his disciples. I'm sorry. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude because, now watch this, guys, because they continually with me how long? Three days. That's a long sermon, buddy. Believe it. He's been with me three days. And watch this one. And have nothing to eat. They wasn't a free will Baptist in that bunch. Guarantee it. And I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint. I want you, now I might miss this in the message, but don't you miss it here. God bless your heart. Jesus is a compassionate Savior. He wasn't going to send them away suffering. When they left him, they were going to have everything they needed for the journey. And then he goes on to say, And his disciples said unto him, well, When should we have so much bread in the wilderness? No place to buy anything. As to fill, notice not feed, but fill, so great a multitude. Jesus said unto them, How many loaves have you? And they uh, said unto him, Now I like this, uh, Seven and a few fish, a few little fish. Now I'm, when I'm mentioning that in the message, instead of being uh, loaves, I'm going to call them biscuits. And he continue, uh, commanded them to sit down on the grass, <laughs> on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and broke them and gave them to his disciples 
and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the broken meat that was left, left seven baskets full. Now they only started with five biscuits and two fish, but now they got seven baskets full. And after everybody has eaten, and they that did eat were, watch this now, fellas, 4,000 men beside women and children. Now I'm going to stop it right there. Father, if you would please help the old man this morning. I'm rattled and confused and bewildered and scared to death. So if you would please help me as we search your word together to try to find uh, what we need here this morning. In Jesus' name, thank you for every soul that's here. Amen. You may be seated and thank you for standing. Let me say to start with, and you guys have got a need now, there's no doubt about it. You're faced with an awesome challenge to find a pastor and, uh, and, and try to do what God wants you to do. Now that's important. That's the most important thing you'll do through this venture of seeking out a pastor is to find God's will, and when you find it, do it. Let God lead you. Don't, don't let yourself lead you. Don't let nothing else lead you. Uh, let God lead you. Because, listen to this, He knows your needs. Did He not know these people's needs? Did He not uh, know how to take care of their needs? And notice what He did. He, he said to them, He said, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Do you think Jesus didn't know? Now, He's asking you right now. What are you going to do about this situation that you're in? And, and uh, how are you going to handle it? The disciples said, we don't know. We don't have an idea. I think that Jesus was pulling one of his little pranks on these guys. When he, and he does this quite often, I think, uh, Brother Dalton. I think he, he tell, puts us in a corner and then shows us the way out. And to him it's quite easy. But to us it might be great difficulty. But here they are. They were in a desert place. There, there was, apparently, there was nothing to draw from. There was no, nothing there that they could purchase. Even if there had been, they wouldn't have had the resources to have gotten it. And they are bewildered and confused and didn't know what to do and which way to go. And I think Jesus is standing there quite calmly, grinning, watching them, you know. And I think he was getting a kick out of it. And uh, 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 they realize that, you know, well, what, what are we going to do? They don't know what to do. They don't know what to, they don't know what to reach out for. And they were unable, they realized the inability of the disciples to meet the need that was at hand. Now, 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 let me throw you some Jack Addis in here because I always like to put a little Jack Addis in to mix you up. But notice what he said. There was how many men? 4,000. Now, uh, Dalton, you're a, a genius with figures, so help me with this. Uh, by the way, you ought to have heard his Sunday school lesson. Amen. Uh, amen. Yes, sir. I tell you what, if that uh, boy did it, oh, man, if you're not coming to Sunday school, come hear him. You may leave for preaching, but come hear his Sunday school preaching. 
<laughs> but uh, okay. Now, now what I'm trying to do is, is show show us here that in a desert place where there is nothing to draw from, the need that that, that they had. There's four thousand men. Now I'm going to assume that each one of those men had a wife. How many would that make, Dalton? So we got eight thousand to feed. They haven't had anything in three days. And I'll tell you what, their bellies were empty, I guarantee you. Now then, what if each one, and, and then the, now the children come in. And let's assume that each one of those men and women had three kids. How many would, how many would if each one of them had three kids, how many kids would that be? Would it be 12,000, Dalton? My land's getting worse all the time, ain't it? All right, add the 4,000 men, 4,000 women, 12,000 kids. You got 20,000 people. And nothing to feed them. And Jesus is saying, feed them. That's just like you say, we don't have a pastor. And Jesus is saying, we'll get one. And you're saying, well, we're going to eat him. And Jesus is standing there grinning at you and say, right here. Amen. I'm going to give him to you. I'm going to show him to you. You might not see him right now. And Jesus said to him, said, what you got? We ain't got nothing. There's a little old boy down there. That's Now, I think that's where this came from. In fact, in uh, I believe it's one of the other gospels. Help me, Dalton. One of the other gospels, I think, says there's a kid with four... In that case, though, that was where he fed the 5,000. But let's say this fella here, this little boy, had uh, five biscuits and two fish. Small fish. Whew, wasn't enough for that young one. I could eat two little old fish and five biscuits great day. But here they are now in a desert place, nothing to feed the people that been, hadn't had anything to eat for three days. And Jesus is saying, feed them. Now, let me tell you something, fellas. He's not wanting you to run along here without a pastor. He's not wanting that. He wants you to get a pastor. And you say, well, where on earth are we going to get him? Let me tell you, God's got him already. And all we got to do is let God supply him. And he'll do it. And so, anyhow, now these old boys... We realized that they were in a bad place, and you realize you're, you need a pastor. I'll tell you what, I, uh, was, I helped a church one time find a pastor, and uh, they got him, they got him, and uh, a few years later, he decided to leave. And one of the deacons said this publicly to the congregation. He said, I'd rather he didn't leave for, we don't want to have to hunt another preacher. He might not be doing us no good. He may be tearing us apart, but I don't want to hunt another preacher. Let me tell you, you're not the one that's hunting the preacher. God bless you, Jesus is hunting the preacher for you. And all you got to do is just relax and say, okay, Jesus. Just relax in it, guys. Don't get upset. Don't get worried. Don't get afraid. Because God knows what he's doing. And when we get into a desert place where there is nothing to work with, thank God he's got it in his hand. He's got it in control. 
So Jesus wanted to provide all the time. He knew they couldn't divide it, I mean provide it. And if he knew they could, if, if, if he asked you for something and knowing you can't do it, what's he got in mind? He's going to show you, even if you can't do it, he can do it. And when he does do it, when you can't do it, then you realize he did do it, and you will trust him like you've never trusted him before. And you're going to come out on top. And that's not saying a thing about the past. But I'm telling you, the future is ours, it's in our hands, and you say, well, good, we don't need God. No, if, it's, if you haven't got God, it's not in your hands. Let me tell you that right quick. Get God where he ought to be in your life, and I'll guarantee you this thing's going to work out, and you're going <laughs> to going to I wish that happened. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Go on, you get yourself hot water there. So Jesus wanted to, wanted, to, wanted to supply their need, and I can't even talk. So he had compassion. Now you think Jesus not got his eye on this congregation. If you think he hasn't got his eye on you, you, this congregation, you get up and get out here right now because you're hindering things. <laughs> don't, don't you think there's a time we need to get out of no, I'm, I, but seriously now, let's get down to business. I mean, we got to depend on Jesus like we've never depended on him before. And let's just simply settle down and say, okay, Jesus, we know that you've got uh, compassion on us, and we know that you want to help us, and we know that you've got the supply for us, and we know that you know where the supply is coming from. He's not setting up our saying, oh, my goodness, that thing. Well, I tore it up, preacher. I'll hold it. You say drop it. You say, if I can't hear you, can you still hear me? I know, I, I know you thought that going to get away with that hearing that old nut. But here we go again. Now listen, youngins. Let me try to settle down because Jesus has got you in his sights. He knows your situation. He knows what surrounded us. He knows how to help us. So he knew they were hungry. And he knows you are in need. And if he's the God, no, let me say that a different way. I started to have to hide again there, Austin. Uh, Austin, I'm sorry, I Dalton. Uh, God loves you more then you love yourself. He knows your need more than you know yourself. He knows your future when you don't have any idea what the future is. But if we will depend upon him and if he knows our past, our present, and he also knows our future, don't you believe that if we will depend on him, it's going to come out better for us than if we depend on ourselves. Just sit back, youngins, and just let God have his way. All right, now here's my last point. I see that grin go across your face that's wanting to get to the hot dog place. This is the longest one yet. I tell you, when I always get to my last point, 
takes me ever to preach it, you know. At that point, just keeps stretching out, stretching out. I listened to a fellow preach last night, and he quit uh, five times. He said in his message, five times I'm closing. And I, uh, and I heard a fellow not too awful long ago say that eight times. Did you ever do that, Austin? Uh, Austin uh, did you ever do that? <laughs> I've said it. I catch myself. I'm going to quit it, though. Because we're lying when we say it. We know we're not going to quit till we, you know, run out of water or something. But anyway, now our Lord wants to show you his feelings for you like he hasn't shown you in a long time. Now, 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 please, you say, Jack, you're just trying to butter us up. Well, if I am, you oughtn't to ask me back no more. I'll tell you that right now. If I'm not telling you the truth, don't ask me back. Because you, if you can't depend on what a man's telling you, get rid of it. And put somebody in the pulpit you can. But our Lord is about to show Shiloh Free Will Baptist Church his feelings for you. Amen. He's watched over you 123 years. Why in your world do you think he ain't going to take care of you now? In fact... The need is greater today than it's ever been in that 123 years. There's never been a time that God needs steadfast believers like he needs them right today. And I believe that he's fixing to use shallow Free Will Baptist Church like he's never used it before in 123 years. You say, but what am I, what's my part? <laughs> Simple. Just do what he tells you to. You say, well, what if he tells me to do something I can't do? Do you think he don't know you better than that? He's not going to ask you to do something you can't do for heaven's sakes. You say, he asked them guys to do it. He asked them guys to do it, and then he done it. Hey, man. I, you know, I believe I ought to shut up right there because I've probably got it the best right there I'll ever get it. But he, he, he's willing to help you. He knows you've got a problem, and he knows how to help you. All right, look at what he did. He met the need. Notice, notice how Jesus melted into this situation. First, I think Jesus, to, to these fellas, he realized they were tired. What did he do? Sit down, guys. What's he telling you today? Sit down and wait. Sit down and relax. Isn't that what he told you? Sit down on the ground. Dalton, if I'm not telling the truth, come up here and drag me out of this pulpit. He, he knew. He knew their condition. He knew they were tired. They'd been there three days. And they didn't have any uh, uh, red roof in to go to either. To buy. They were right there in that desert. He knew their condition. Now notice, not only did he know they were uh, tired, but he knew they were hungry. You say, Jack, I ate this. Well, yeah, but you're hungry for a pastor. And I'm telling you right now, if Jesus could supply this, what I think was 20,000 plus people with five biscuits and two fish, God bless your heart, he can supply you with a pastor. And he'll do it too. And he not only knew they were tired, he knew they were hungry, he knew they were weak. And you know, I say this I say this, 
uh, and I wish I'd probably wish I hadn't said it, but there's never been a time that the church of God is as weak as it is right now. I'm sorry, but I'm that away, and you're that away. And God knows that we're weak, and He knows our struggles, He knows our fears, He knows our frustrations. And as he uh, supplied this, notice what he did. He strengthened them. Did he feed them because they were hungry? Not necessarily. I don't think that's really why he fed them. I think he fed them to give them strength to go on to tomorrow. He's going to give you strength to go on to tomorrow. Shallow, don't weaken down. Don't give up. Don't get dismayed. Don't get depressed. Depressed, I guess that's where it's supposed to don't get depressed. Now's the time to take heart because now's the time that Jesus has got the opportunity to help you. God has, Jesus has very little opportunity to help us when we don't have a need, you know. Okay. He did it quite calmly. Now he's sitting up there on his throne he sees our frustrations, he sees our fears, he sees our weakness, he sees our, he sees our, our, our uh, needs. But his bank is filled with supplies. Now let's write a check on that. Some of you have been serving him many, many years. Uh, some of you guys have been here all your life. Write a check on that and God will answer it. And God will send you what you need. Do you, if you believe that, say amen. amen. If you believe that Jesus is capable of doing that, then let's give Jesus a hand clap. Amen. amen. Okay, so I ask you, if what, do you believe what I have to, tried to tell you this morning to be the truth and applicable, then if you believe that, children, hang on to it, and let's leave out of this place today and come back tonight rejoicing because we know that our needs is going to be met with the God of heaven who created heaven and earth and everything that's in it. And if he created heaven and earth and everything that's in it, God bless your heart, he can create you a pastor. Would you bow your head with me? And Brother Ted, I'm going to turn it back over to you to close it out however you see fit, okay? Father, I've, I've done, I, you know, I know I didn't get it done maybe as well as, well as anyone else could have done Someone else could have done it. No doubt, no doubt this wonderful pastor, preacher sitting here could have done a better job with it than I did, but I tried. Now I pray the people will try to accept what I've said and apply it to their hearts. And Lord, as we go on our way and come back tonight, may we come back with that blessed assurance our needs will be met. You will give us a pastor that will feel, fulfill the needs of this particular vineyard. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now you see why I love that man. Because he'll tell you the truth. What you've heard this morning is the truth. God is with us. If God is with us, who can be against us? I'm going to ask you to stand. If you would, please ask Brother Dennis and, and Sister Linda to, to, to play an altar song. If you've got a need this morning that you need to pray about, this altar is open. As Brother Jack said, we've been open for 123 years. If you've got a need, I know who can help you. Please come. Yes, please. If you believe that God will supply your pastor, why don't you come up here and ask him for it and then thank him for giving it to you? Would you come? Amen. Amen. Let's all come stand. Ask God. Yes, amen. Step up and tell them, Lord, help us. Lord, give us that strength. Give us that determination. And Lord, we'll 